to bring us in and finish in First Timothy, but uh, uh, we find ourselves in James tonight. So James chapter number one. I don't intend to be long this evening, but uh, you know, uh, if there's one time that a preacher may, could lie behind the pulpit, it's when he says that. So uh, try not to say that too loud. But I, I really don't intend to be. We'll just we'll just uh, see what happens tonight. James chapter number one. And talk about um, a known and relatively simple subject, but uh, really one that should be, um, uh, hopefully will bring some, some thought-provoking to our own life. James chapter 1 and verse number 1, the Word of God says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations. Knowing this is the trying of your faith, work in patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that give it to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. I want to talk to you tonight about that. Uh, phrase as we find in verse 6, asking in faith, asking in faith. Uh, you know, sometimes we, it's so easy to ask, but are we asking in faith? Uh, sometimes it's not that we don't know that God hasn't given us the, the um, uh, promise in Scripture to ask and knowing that it will be given, but are we asking in faith? Uh, Hebrews chapter 11 gives us greater um, thought into faith itself, and I just want to kind of bring you to these passages so you can see them. Hebrews 11, just a few pages over. In verse number 1, we actually, uh, we find in Hebrews 11, faith described, and in Hebrews 12, faith defined. In Hebrews 11, in verse number 1, the Bible says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We find the description of faith, but yet the definition of faith, Hebrews chapter 12, and verse number 2. The Word of God says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Uh, faith in its definition is looking unto Jesus. Amen? It's looking unto Christ. It's keeping our eyes upon Christ. In Matthew chapter 7 and verse number 7, the Word of God says, Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. We know that it is God who wants to bring us to the point uh, where we ask him of things, but again, the question tonight is, are we asking him in faith? In fact, it is God's desire that even in our asking, that, that our asking would be brought to the point of asking him in faith. Um, uh, the, the greater our knowledge of God, the greater our, our faith should be. Romans chapter 10 and verse number 17, the word of God says, So then faith uh, cometh by hearing, and hearing the word of God. We understand that... Um, you cannot have faith in God uh, in, in, when you don't know anything about Him. Uh, there must be a knowledge of God and an increasing knowledge of God. The, more you, the greater your relationship with Christ, the greater your faith will be. And so um, it's hard for someone to say, I'm going to have faith or I'm going to ask in faith uh, when they're not regularly, faithfully reading God's Word and letting God speak to them through His Word and growing in God's Word. Um, do we ask in faith? Do we ask in faith? Uh, Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8 and 9, the Bible says, For by grace are you saved through faith. This is not the same faith, but rather a saving faith. We understand that you cannot 
rightfully ask in faith if you have not first received the faith by grace as described in Ephesians chapter 2. Um, there, there, in, Hebrew, in Romans chapter 1, the Bible tells us that we receive God by faith and we continue to live the Christian life through faith. We live a life from faith to faith. Are we living by faith? Are we asking by faith? Um, uh, the, the Word of God tells us in verse number 6, back in James chapter 1, uh, about this matter of faith. You can't ask uh, in faith unless you understand what faith is. And we understand that first, faith is a removal of all doubt. Faith is a removal of all doubt. He says in verse 6, But let him ask in faith nothing wavering. Nothing wavering. Um, what comes to my mind, I've never been one uh, really to get majorly car sick or anything like that, but my, uh, you know, my first time on a, it wasn't a cruise ship, it was actually a large ferry, uh, and we were going from, um, uh, let's see, it would have been from Scotland to Northern Ireland, and it was like a two-hour, you know, ferry, and we actually drove the van up on it, you know. Uh, of course, many of you know I studied abroad there, so you know all whatever twelve of us got out, and they had different spots to go to. Mostly just a seating area. The seating area was much like this to that of an airplane. Uh, the seats were all laid out just the same, except you're just in a boat, you know. And they had a couple different areas where uh, you know it looked like they just had little um, booths, you know. And uh, but I had never been so seasick <laughs> outside of being on that big boat. And I know some people have said sometimes the bigger the boat, the, the, greater, the, greater, uh, the greater it can be of, of being seasick. But I was so sick to my stomach. Um, you know, I've been on lots of different boats and never have had any trouble, but I was just uh, sick as can be. I was as pale as a ghost uh, by the time it was all said and done. And uh, that wavering, just that, that shifting, of, and, and sometimes it's the slow shifting, you know, but when we think of the description that is given to us here in verse number six, let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. Uh, that word nothing, it's, it's with nothing at all. Uh, no, no, um, no grain of it in any way. We're not at all uh, doubting. We're not at all questioning. We're not at all wondering. Nothing's wavering. There's not even the slightest bit of rocking, should we say. Um, asking in faith is one that removes every bit and all of doubt. Um, sometimes, yet again, we ask, but it's, is it in faith? Is it truly in faith as it should be? Um, you know, and that goes to remind us, be careful what you ask for, right? Uh, because what you ask of the Lord, uh, He has promised us that He will give in His time. And, uh, but sometimes that which we ask for, uh, it's not in our time that we were ready for. Uh, and sometimes that which we asked for was not asked for in faith. And God gives us what we asked for, and then we realize, wait, uh, what did I just ask for? And so um, having faith in this way, uh, when, when we consider the matter of worrying or fearing or even anger or frustration, uh, this in its very essence is wavering. It's doubting. It's not having the complete trust in what God uh, desires to accomplish within our lives and, and that full complete dependence upon Him. Uh, it, it's, it's a wavering of knowing that even with, when I'm placing such confidence in God, I know that I have nothing to fear. I have nothing to worry about. I have nothing to question about because I'm in good hands. You know, like the Allstate commercial, you know, are you in good hands? And that's, that's the idea that, that uh, when we try to gain a picture of 
uh, faith, asking in faith. It's without any wavering. It's complete confidence within. Um, how, does one, how does one come to that point when frustrated, when discouraged, when worrying? Uh, come back and remind yourself of the very character of God, the characteristics of God, all of who God is, the very essence of who He is. And um, uh, His love, His mercy, and His grace. And let it be a reminder uh, to you of a great and powerful God that we serve. Take a look at creation and be reminded of who created all these things. Uh, take a look at your own children and, and be reminded of God gave me these children. God created these children. This is, this is a very creation of God. And so a, a faith and dependence is a faith and dependence in our maker and our creator and in all of who he is, his very being. Faith is not just a removal of all doubt, but it's also uh, being motivated by God's gift. It's being motivated by God's gift. We know God to be a, a giver of many things. Um, but notice uh, verse number 16. Where God says, Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and coming down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. We read of one of those gifts that God desires to give to us in verse number 12. Uh, scattered throughout the New Testament, we find, find the different crowns. Uh, maybe someday that would be a worthy study to look in. But we find the crown of life, uh, in, which is given to those uh, who suffer for the sake of Christ. And uh, that is one of those gifts that Christ desires to give us. But we consider the gifts that God does give us. He gives us the gift of breath, the gift of life. Uh, but, but yet the greatest of gifts is the, that spiritual life amen eternal life and when we consider uh this asking in faith it's being motivated by god's greatest gift of salvation uh, knowing that which god has done for us it's giving me even greater dependence upon god i say to you yet again it's not that we are not asking but are we asking in faith uh, look at verse number 19 the bible says wherefore my beloved brethren let every man be swift to hear slow to speak Slow to wrath, for the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Before we look at those three other things listed in verse 19 and 20, the Bible says, worketh not the righteousness of God. That should be uh, our goal, is that we are working the righteousness of God, and not the opposite. That we are not doing those things which are um, not accomplishing the righteousness of God, not accomplishing the work of God. Um, when you're working the righteousness of God, it is when we are preparing ourselves to be able to come to Christ in faith. Define that even more. Working righteousness. Working righteousness. It's an action. We're putting into action the very uh, righteous things, the things of God. Uh, what are we putting into action? Are they works that would produce the act of faith? Uh, the Bible tells us what is or what is not faith. What the faith life is not. And he says in verse number um, 19, swift to hear. Swift to hear. That is to say we're listening and being quick to respond to God in faith. Uh, we, we, there's, there's no um, question that when I'm placed at a point in life, whether I trust God or do not, or, or what to lean on and what to do, there's, there's no um, question of wondering because I have already heard the word of God and know the truth of it and so therefore I'm swift to hear I'm swift to respond I know that my response is going to be that of faith um, slow to speak that, that very idea of thinking 
uh, before you're speaking, uh, thinking before you're speaking. Uh, sometimes uh, when we're wavering, when we're fearing, when we're worrying, when we're fretting, uh, when we're frustrated, uh, we can speak that which we shouldn't have said <laughs> before we simply have faith in God. And this is that idea of being slow to speak. Uh, we're, we're think before you say something negative. Think before you say something that's going to cause you to not have faith as you should in God. Slow to wrath. Um, anger not just uh, towards the things of this earth, but anger in itself towards God. And it's anger that can so uh, veer and, and waver the Christian life and the Christian faith. Uh, that that uh, we become so angry and frustrated about something rather than simply asking God in faith, God, will you give me patience in this situation? We're reminded of verse 4, which we read. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may, perfect, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. The problem is, is we're always wanting something in the world in which we live. But the Bible tells us uh, that ask of God, ask in faith. Look at verse 7. The Bible says, For let not the man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And, and so that double-mindedness, it's where part of our mind is thinking one thing and the other of our mind is thinking the other thing. The truth uh, that we know to be truth is that God is in control, that God is behind all things, and that God has a purpose within all things. And so the motivation should be that of, again, our salvation. We know that as God has saved us, as God has given to us eternal life, I have every more reason to place my faith in Him. Because someday when we leave this earth, uh, we'll go to be with Christ for all eternity. Every fear, every fret will be left upon this earth. The truth is there's nothing to fear. There's nothing to fret about. There's nothing truthfully to get so angry about that we should lose faith in God because all the things upon this earth will someday pass away. Uh, as we read later in the book of James, uh, of the, the vapor of life and the, um, the brevity of life, how much, much small of a life which we are given uh, upon this earth, and yet with it, are we living by faith? Are we asking in faith? Um, and by the way, that, that asking, for some of us, we have no problem asking, and yet for other of us, we just simply need to ask. Uh, are you, do you have such a relationship with God that, that you believe that you can ask in faith and have complete confidence and trust that He's going to take care of the whole situation? Uh, the Bible tells us, uh, lastly, number three, faith is forsaking sinful behavior and doing what is right. It's sin, forsaking for sinful behavior and doing what is right. In verse number 21, we see a contrast of two different things. Uh, in verse 21, he says, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. I've circled in my Bible those two um, contracts, laying apart and receiving. Laying apart and receiving. You cannot truly receive that which you should have if you're not laying apart. And so what are those things which we ought to lay apart? The Bible tells us Filthiness, uh, that, that literal meaning of impurities, that which is impure. It's not going to uh, bring us to a point of holy living in Christ. Superfluity, uh, that's something that's above and beyond the ordinary, and something in exceeding measure. Um, uh, and naughtiness, uh, all 
wicked desires in and of themselves. And to summarize it in a nutshell, set everything else aside. He's trying to break it down as much as possible. And, uh, uh, and as we gain a, a, a greater context in, in reading, you will find the, the, the reasoning for these words is to give us uh, an even greater understanding. As that word superfluity, something above and beyond the ordinary, an exceeding measure, is that, that what you're speaking of? Something of an exceeding amount. Lay it apart. If something's so exceeding, if something's amounting so much, if something's impure, if something's uh, of a desire, and when we talk about wicked desires, naughtiness, it's that which is a desire which is, is not of the things of God, lay it all aside. And um, what we are to receive, the opposite to that, and what we are to gain is meekness in the engrafted word. Uh, this engrafted word, engrafted, is speaking of something which is implanted. It literally has the idea of, uh, of a plant in itself. And when cared for, it will live and grow and thrive. I was hoping Regina would be in here to hear that. But uh, uh, that, that's the idea of the engrafted word that we are um, so caring for that it's just flourishing. It's growing within our life. It's, it's thriving within us. Receiving with meekness the engrafted word. It's, it's that which is growing. It's, it's gaining. It's progressing. It's, 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 making, uh, it's making progress. It's describing the Christian life. And uh, this, this is what we are to be receiving. I tell you, we can receive so many things in this world. Um, and I'm not just talking about gifts, but uh, we, we can be so focused on what I am getting uh, rather than uh, what uh, God desires for us to have and truth is we have it right in our lives tonight amen we have the word of god and when we consider the, the principle this evening and that yet that third point faith is forsaking sinful behavior and doing what is right how do we know that which is right and to do that which is right obey god's word stay faithful to god's word stay obedient to god's word it's when we it's when we stop laying off these things that we fail to receive that which we should receive. Um, some of you may have noticed that we've done some work out in the flower beds out here. And, and one of the things we had to do is go in and pull uh, many of the weeds out. And, and what that's doing is making way for, that, for the actual plants which are there to have a greater means of thriving. I think if we put, our, uh, if we put the Christian life in uh, illustration of, uh, of that of plants, how many things are also growing in our life rather than that which should truthfully be growing. Are you growing in the Word of God? Are you growing in the Word of God? Your growth in the Word of God is going to be uh, defined and determined by how faithful you are staying to Christ. Uh, if, if you are asking Him in faith or if you are trusting Him in faith. And sometimes the asking in faith is not so much uh, you know, I got down on my knees and I asked God and I, do, I just had to trust in Him, although that is in some cases, but sometimes the asking in faith is just simply, you know what, I'm going to do this thing. Uh, God has led me to do this and I'm just going to trust Him. Trusting Him, that's asking Him. God, I'm just believing in You. I'm placing my confidence in You. I don't need to ask or wonder anything uh, of question because I know that God will enable me, that God will help me, that God is behind me. And so I don't know... I don't know why God would have for me to share this message tonight, but I wonder, maybe there's something in your life uh, that uh, you're needing to ask in faith. Maybe there's something that's, that's been frustrating, it's been discouraging, 
Uh, maybe there's something that uh, has has caused you to forget the motivating factor of your life, and that, that is salvation itself. Uh, be reminded of what God has done for you. Amen? Be reminded of His love, His mercy, and grace. And let your asking be done in faith. Let your asking be done in faith. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Gracious Father, we thank You for the truth of Your Word. We thank You for uh, the, the very fact that we can have faith in You. You're here tonight, Christian. Could I pray for you? You'd say, Pastor Miller... God spoke in my heart. I realized that uh, I can be doing better in asking God in faith. God spoke to me in that way. Can I pray for you this evening? Amen. Amen. May God help us. Lord, I pray that you'd help each of us to stay faithful to you. Lord, may